0: Kia ora, everyone. It's that time again. Uh, We're back again with another episode. And as always, we have Tane with me and we have another guest with us today. Before we introduce our guest, we are going to go back to Tane. And Tane, as the title of our podcast is is Baskets of Knowledge. How have you filled your baskets with any kind of knowledge in the last days or whenever we last had our last podcast?
1: I think just reflecting back on the last couple of days and being on break um, I just went for a walk today and went out to one of the lookouts and was able to see the whole city and I think for me it just put a lot in perspective. I think a lot of the time you know we get stuck and being in Dunedin and you know the constant walk to and from lectures and it all feels a bit small but you know actually being able to go up to the lookout and see that there's a lot more out there and there's a lot more opportunities out there for us to see and accomplish. It just helped me put everything back into perspective as I go forward.
0: Yeah, that, that's a really true. And I guess that links back to something that I I think is part of my possible knowledge perspective is really important. You know, as we've been going through all our episodes and just through life, really, perspective is important because everyone's got their own perspective and it's important to try and understand other people's perspective, and which we're trying to do with this podcast and these episodes that everyone's got a different journey and everyone's perspective—they're not right or wrong, but it's just perspective. And today we are going to have a fantastic human again, uh, who's going to talk about his perspective and his journey. And his name is Alex. And Alex, I'm going to get you on just to talk about yourself, where you're from, uh, what are you studying, and just who you are, and then we'll get into it. Thanks, Alex.
2: <clears throat> hey. Um... I'm Alex, and uh, I'm actually, I'm from Taita, I'm um, Lower Hutt, Wellington, actually, you uh, know. So I moved here um, last year <clears throat> to study health so first year, after coming from year thirteen uh, at a, at wonderful Taita College, um, and actually the as you said there's a with with the perspectives there's um that I, I came into to Taita College and. Afterwards, I want um, in year, in year 11 I decided I wanted to be a doctor and um, through so first year and um, so on and so forth that I finished so first year and I didn't make it into med and, uh, and you know you're obviously pretty gutted and yeah you know, um, but then after a couple of days of thinking um, I was I, I actually put physio as a second option um, in uh, in my application and I was, and I got accepted into physio. So um, I had a few days to think about um, whether I want to accept it or not, and I did. And um, I thought about it even more. And is that yeah, I'm actually pretty happy to be in this place. Um, and through this year, um, physio has been an absolute, absolutely wonderful experience with great people, great teachers, great timetables, absolutely um, beautiful people to be working with, and. Um, yeah, um, I think that's about my story. I think. Yeah.
0: what a, what an awesome awesome way to introduce yourself, um, Alex. So, Tyler College. Um, again, for those of you that don't know much about New Zealand schools, Tyler College is not a very high decile school. Cool. It's a pretty low decile school. Uh, and in health, first year has a pretty competitive course, which many will come here to do with um, with the aim to become a doctor, a dentist, a pharmacist, with your med lab science. And like Alex said, his goal is to be a doctor, like many other young people that come to to university and, and then Alex basically spoke about doing physiotherapy so those are all great things for us to start with and and flow with this conversation so let's start, start at the beginning Alex let's talk about title College let's talk about um, going to school at Tata College and what it's like there being a year 13 in a school where you know again you know going to university is for many year 13s is something that, that they don't do or it's not front of mind you know how is that for you you know given my my connection with you in year 13 and you know how many of how many actually want to universities? Raised them. What is your What is your experience about that? Well,
2: yeah, as you said, um, not many people actually come from went to university from Tyler College. My year there was three of us, and then the next year, I believe, um, there was none of us uh, actually came down. But some of them actually planned to, but um, it's a. I think once you get into university, it's a completely different story than it is in college. But in year thirteen, you so, feel sort of trapped in with these um um ways to get into university and you're worried about the workload and such and obviously if you're from a low decile school you sort of worry about the technology you need and how everyone's got laptops and such but um i think everyone is um you you only need a really a pen and paper to be um in the in the university um lectures and writing the stuff down um and I think that, you know, it's it's a bit daunting actually coming from um, a small college to, to university as only, I think there were only about 380 people from my school and that's the size of one lecture hall. So um, <laughs> I believe that's, um, that's another perspective, I guess. Um,
0: yeah, and, and I love how you said, you know, technology. Everyone, You know, I get lots of people going, hey, what do I need? to need an Apple or a Mac or, yeah. you know, a PC. and then you say, hey, actually, a pen and a paper is all that you need at and, and lectures and, you know, you'll get – can not get what you need Tanya, what do you think about that i mean you
1: know yeah I, I, i totally agree um i actually handwrite all my notes and i see a lot of my peers who you know type away at their computers and type up their notes and i mean it's good it's good to have the technology and obviously it's backed up and all that kind of stuff but i just don't think you get the same engagement you know looking at a screen typing away you're not actually like focusing on the lecturer so i personally prefer pen and paper and i as you say you know it's much easier anyone can get a pen and paper and write some notes. So yeah, that's the way to yeah, go. Yeah,
0: you no know, it's awesome, Alex, because, you know, lots of people get limited by that. Hey, technology, I don't have, I don't have the money to buy technology, but that shouldn't be a limiting factor for you to go to a university. And that's really awesome, and I'm glad glad you brought that up. And again, you know, I talk about that because Tyler College is not a high-day school, and I'm guessing your family was also in part of this whole communication, you know, going to university, money, moving away. What is What are they, what is their thoughts about it?
2: Um uh yeah the the money is a huge um huge thing in, in going to university but um I applied for many scholarships and luckily got um a scholarship last year and I've gotten multiple this year to um in um to help with the money situation but it it's all about applying yourself um to these these scholarships and um Going through, you have to, you know, like even if you don't get the scholarship, who cares? You know, I'm um, just keep going for apply to. It's there's a lot of free money out there, basically, is what I'm saying. You just have to find the right sources for this money, and um, um, it, yeah, that's that, that's how it works.
0: What what about your family? You know, your family. You know, you say, okay, "Hey, mom and dad, or or whoever, whoever your your guardians." I'm going to university. What was their what was their thought about it? Cuz you had to leave. You wanted to do medical yeah. school, you had to go. <clears throat> oh,
2: They my mum and dad always wanted to support me um through it. Yeah, so yeah. no matter what they made sacrifices and um got me down here and had me had the chance at chasing my dreams and so on and so forth. Um so it was uh it was it's, it was it was hard, but it's also very rewarding in the end.
0: And now let's, let's, let's move, let's fast forward to, um, health side first year, but even before we talk about that, you leave Tyler College, you land in Dunedin. What do you, what do you think? Again, Tata College, high Pacifica students, lots of Pacifica, you come to Dunedin, you land and you go to your college and what do you feel?
2: So, uh, almost lonely at the start, um, because you know, you, you're feeling, you're feeling so excited to be here, but you know, you've left a bunch of your friends, um you're you're not in the same place you used to be and you're just sort of um trying to trying to find your way around the place basically in um in a mental sense so you have to get used to the fact that you're away from home away from mum and uh yeah
0: yeah and and that's pretty challenging at times right you know especially when you come here and you have a close-knit family close-knit friend group and you leave there to come here and then you're in your college and tell us how that was you know so Let's go back. So you come to Dunedin, already you said you're feeling lonely, and then four weeks, four, five weeks, and then lockdown happens. What happens then? How's that first year? You're in your lockdown. What do you got? to? Do you stay behind? Do you go home? Uh, I you're...
2: stayed behind in Salmon College, and yep. uh, it, was a, it was a great experience, actually. I got to stay behind and make some better friends than before. Um, yep. And and today, I, I'm, I've met my um, friends that I've been with ever since last year, actually, and some new ones. Um, and it, I, it was I... challenging in itself as well for the lockdown as you said yeah. um it was, it was hard to find motivation um to to do work as you're not in the lecture lecture hall setting, and um and that yeah that was the oh that was the hardest part of um the the, the lockdown
0: yeah. can i ask you a question before we go um did you make the choice to stay or was it a family decision or what, um, why didn't you
2: go it was, with... it was a partially choice to say uh, choice to stay yeah. and family decision um stayed down here because it was warm and safe and so on um and it would have been quite expensive to go back home and then just come back down any um for exams and such um anyway so um just made the decision to stay here and be with in the university setting, where i can access support and such
0: awesome cool so you spoke about motivation tanya let's talk about you you went back home last year or when you left to go what is motivation like for you during lockdown last year
1: I think I took it, you know, it was shocking news and I didn't really want to go home because as you say, you know, it was only four or five weeks into, you know, a new beginning for most of us. And it meant that when we went back home, you know, it was a little bit of disappointment, a little bit of knowing that you were going to miss out on experiences that, you know, you come to uni for, you come and move into a college for. But in terms of motivation, in terms of study, I knew that if I was able to hold on for the next two, three weeks and stick to my timetable, stick to my routine, I knew that I could get through it. And, you know, when we talked about like lockdown in another um, episode of the podcast, you know, understanding that the reason I got those good grades was because of COVID and flipping it into a positive situation.
0: Awesome. Awesome. Because, you know, motivation is is different for different kinds of people. And um,
1: yeah, and it's pretty tough. You know, it's pretty tough
0: especially when you go, hey, university's pretty cool. Then. Oops, here we go, lockdown. <laughs> um, so Alex, so um, you met all these pretty cool people, all these cool friends that you're now uh, with. What is it like doing Hellside First Year? Because HealthSite First Year is this crazy beast we, you hear about. What is it like for you?
2: Yeah. Um, I think once you get into it, HealthSite First Year isn't the crazy beast it's made out to be. If you break it down into the... Parts It's supposed to be put into and there's there's the challenges of of course, you know having the difficult stuff to learn and um, the the tough courses and and obviously it is a bit of a um, gauntlet as as I'd put it, but um, I think it's it's a good experience. to have, even though it, lots of people do not like health sci, even med students, <laughs> um, they joke about it all the time, and how it's just a competitive course, of course. Um, but uh, you you have to you have to get through it, and that's that's the best. I think if you if you make it through it, you. Um, You've beaten a lot of people, I think. If um, not, not in the sense, but if if you really want the competitive mindset, if you make it through the whole year, you've beaten the, you've beaten yourself. I think yeah. um, is the most important part.
0: Yeah, I think I think I think that's that's a good cool thing. You know, more more importantly than beating other people is is actually going to yourself at the end of the year. Actually, well, I actually did this. You know, because lots of people come to help their first year with fear. Fear is you know day one. And when you complete, it, whether you get into a professional course or not, it doesn't actually matter. The fact that you, want to do this, as you use the word gauntlet, is, is quite an achievement, you know. And that's, you know, you know, all the German that that does that, you know, and that, that's pretty important. And let's talk about your. Was it a roller coaster for you? You know, with your with. Let's go with mental health and well-being. How, you know, how did you go through that there? Because that's that's a part of part of life and part of um,
2: I think it almost strengthened me in a way. Yeah. Um, my well-being. I was. Um, I was still, um, I was in the weight loss journey last year as well. And I I was able to keep losing weight through lockdown with, you know, in, in, in room, um, uh, with just doing exercises in my room and watching what I was eating and such. Um, and that's what I think also kept me uh, motivated as well as to keep my exercise going and, um, to try and keep myself mentally strong. Of course, you get the, the huge amounts of boredom. Um, but I think sometimes being bored is good uh, to, you know, just if you're bored, you're going to do something and you want to do something, so just get on with your work Or um, and eventually you'll find maybe, oh, this is a pretty interesting part of the lecture or this is something I'm really interested in. And I think that was a very important part of last year for me.
0: Yeah. And this this about last year, what is, again, both Chana and, and Alex as well, what is one thing that you didn't expect, like you, that this just took you out of, out of, um, out of your context, you go, oh, I did not expect this to happen at university. One thing, or one experience. Multi-choice but...
2: question tests.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, to talk about that, so you, you, you come here, you got multiple choices, like, what the hell?
2: Yeah. Um, yeah. You, you just come from this huge, um, college way of doing things of, uh, know writing having to write out everything and huge long form answers and you come to university and your first thing you see is a multi-choice question test and you're like oh what the hell is going on here like it's it's so much it's it's such a good way of i reckon of of it's such a weird transition is what i'm yeah trying to go with yeah Yeah. just a no what about you tanya what is is a big disruptor for you unexpected
1: I think for me, it was the amount of content you go through in a lecture, like you'd never think that you'd get through all that information in 50 minutes and somehow you manage to get through it and, you know, it gets easier as time goes on, but those first couple of weeks, you're like, how am I ever going to remember all of this? It's so much to take in, but yeah, you take it on your stride and you keep going.
0: That's awesome, you know, um, yeah, multiple choice questions and 50 minutes, yeah, welcome to university. <laughs> What about non-academic stuff? What about non-academic stuff? What 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 are surprises for you
2: when you came down here? Non-academic, um, the culture, I guess, the whole, um, well, I knew that people drink a lot in Dunedin and such, but there was also the um the other side of the spectrum where people don't do that, and um, I was pretty surprised to hear that people didn't go to parties every weekend and um. So um, even though, you know, it, it is sort of obvious, but, you know, you just, you, you have to be struck by the reality of it, I guess. What, you about? what is your non-academic disruptor?
1: I think for me, you know, just adding on to that, the amount of involvement people have, you know, at high school, you usually have an academic group and then you have a sporting group and then, you know, an arts group or whatever it may be. But coming down here, you know, you see that people are trying to achieve everything and it's incredible to see how much, you know, people can do. At university,
0: yeah, it's pretty cool. I, I think university is awesome in that it, it um just opens up your eyes to so many things, not just academic things. You know, like you said, um, Alex, you know, you decided, hey, that was going to be your weight loss year. Cool. You know, it's, you know, it could have inspired by other people around you. Tana, you're like, hey, let me just get involved other things, and you know, those those barriers you have at school, all those silos, all sort of yeah. And then um, so Alex, you do health like first year. Let's take your mind to December when you get when you apply for med school, and then. You get the offer. You, you you spoke about it briefly at the start, but let's go to, to that emotional rollercoaster. So you apply for med school. You want to get into med school. You get you get the letter. What what, what do you what do you go through?
2: Um, I got the letter. It said, it's, unfortunately you'll, um, your um the application was declined. You know, I got a um yeah. I was quite sad. Um yeah. and you know you How go I'm through sure. those.
0: Huh? Yeah. So, what did you feel about about yourself? You know, you got this letter. Did you feel like you're disappointed yourself, or how did
2: you um, feel about that? Oh, I, I was sad. I felt like I tried my hardest, and I feel yeah. um. And you're you're trying to get through these emotions while also trying to think um very selective, and you know, be calm about the situation because you know it's not the end of the world. Your results aren't the end of the world. So uh, you know, I didn't look at the letter anymore, and I just thought about it over the next few days and um i think it actually took me about two or three weeks not a few days to to actually finally accept the physio um application and uh it was it was just the thought process of you know i was actually really good at hubs i was i really enjoyed anatomy this might be the perfect thing for me and then i accepted it and ever since it has been a great experience
0: Awesome, Antonia, you'd have to worry about that because you didn't. You, your course doesn't have that, so I guess you do not have to worry about seeing your peers struggling with struggling with this. I mean, not struggling. Some of them would have been celebrating, some of them have been struggling. Some in a whole, a whole multitude of emotions going on at that time there. Now, um, second year, Alex, you chose to stay in a college. You can tell us about that. Why did you do that? Um, it's warm.
2: It's uh, you get fed, and it's a yeah. very good place to. because some of my friends were saying so it's a good place to keep in touch with your friends um it's everything i supplied to you but you know it is expensive and that's the that's the that's the only downside to it i reckon but i think you know the the support um you have coming to here and um staying here is very crucial to what i've been doing actually i think yeah Yeah, and i I think i can i can attest i've seen you grow so much which is fantastic
0: and um I'm going to take you back into year 13. Was Salmon College one of your offers that you applied for? Or was it yes, something it was my first offer. <laughs> Brilliant. You to get it, right?
2: Yeah. Um, you know, a lot of people out here that didn't get into their first ones. and um, But I, I put Salmon College in, And it's not very popular um, hall to pick, apparently, um, for yeah. a lot of first-year people because um, of the, I think it's the distance. I believe it's the, it was probably the distance that people don't very li- li- like too much about it. But I think um, it's there's a great walk to the university for one, and you know you go through the botanic gardens, and um, you get to you know relax before your day of work. I reckon, and um, it's a, it's a it's a great experience to be in this hall where you know you've the, the head of hall Nick Bates, great person, and every all the RLs and such a great people. It's a small hall, so you don't have to worry about the um, amount of people you have to know. So you get to meet a lot of people. Um, that you actually get to connect with in a way, um, and I think that's great. Yeah,
0: <clears throat> yeah, I love it. And, and on the theme of perspective, I love how you shifted the perspective of distance to go, "Hey, distance is all good because every day I get to restart my day walking through the gardens, you know. And then when you're done your day, you walk through the gardens. I and mean, what more do you want? Walking through nature, which is which is awesome, <laughs> you know. It might be cold some days, might be rainy, but hey, that's weather, right? It's all your, yeah. your attitude the weather. Um, and let's talk about second year. So you're in physiotherapy, and that's obviously going well. What is what is what is what are you learning in physiotherapy? What what are you actually doing in physiotherapy as a student in your second year?
2: Um, you learn a lot of uh, you, very physical. It's very um practical of as you'd probably expect, but it's a lot more practical than I expected it to be. With um, five labs, uh, for four or five labs a week in um in rehab science, which is basically teaching you techniques and such to um um to treat people with and. You get to manual therapy and massage, and on and it's a very awkward start because um, at the, right at the start of the year, you you start with massage. That's the first lab that you ever go to, and it's very awkward because you know you've a you've bunch of new people, and then you have to suddenly have to touch them in a pretty um, awkward way, uh, and it's it's almost eye opening, and, and then you get used to it over the year. It becomes normal for this for these um, actions to be done. Uh, even though it does seem a bit awkward um and it's you meet a lot of these good people that you get to learn through these techniques and such and you get to do anatomy and go to anatomy classes and you get to go to the anatomy labs which you get you know pro sections that you get to move around with and that's that's almost pretty daunting in a way and a lot of people don't um don't like that sort of stuff, but it's it's almost necessary for the learning, I reckon. And even though it is Brit, um, you know, bit, could yeah, that's yeah. that's the word. Um, but yeah, you get to, it's the it's the fun. It's very fun labs, and it's not very, um, boring. It's never boring, as is, is what I'd say. Yep. Yeah, it doesn't sound like you like get bored though. Alex kept <laughs> and on the Water
0: doesn't in the world, which is pretty cool. And you know, there's a there's a bit of a myth out there that physiotherapy is just about sports. Is
2: it about yeah. sports? No, it's there's a lot of um, facets of physiotherapy. Sports obviously is the biggest one. There's um you know there's specialists physiotherapists around the New Zealand, which is fun fact. There's only 13 ish of with that you have to get specific postgrad degrees with. Oh wow! And um. There's, there's neuros uh, physios which help with stroke patients there's um cardiovascular um physios that help with people with um heart problems and breathing problems and um pediatric physiotherapists and all of them you know they work together in great ways and you some ways that you didn't really expect coming into physiotherapy because i was um unknowing to the point of how how this actually worked and i only knew about f- sports physios basically coming in and cardiovascular physios on a smaller into it but they all have a crucial part in the health system and they're all equally interesting other than the sports physio
0: yeah that's pretty cool right and, and turn on with yourself you know you with your with your program what have you discovered that's that you're like oh i did not know this was what we're going to do
1: i think just understanding where it can actually take you you know doing exercise and sports science everyone thinks about the top athletes and you know helping our olympians or our new zealand teams and stuff like that but for me i think what's important is you know taking these learnings and applying it to you know the vast majority of the population who don't get enough physical activity in their regular weeks you know whether that's because the facilities aren't available to them or whatever it may be you know so although it's important to invest time and effort into our top athletes, understanding that a lot more good can actually come out of, you know, helping just your everyday person who, you know, something so small can make such a huge difference to them.
0: It's it's really awesome because we're
2: both. We we add to the experience of physiotherapy as well is that it's very odd as well in that the fact um, that we, Instantly get thrown into a couple of things we get the uniform and then we go to the we go to um placements and that was um, Very weird since you get second-year placements, so you get to work in hospitals and private um, clinics and Get this very good experience is that you're watching and you get to experience this stuff firsthand and you learn a lot from that Um, But you get this you get to go to hospitals and I I think that was pretty amazing and I, I, I was in a hospital quite a few weeks ago now and you know you get to see all these i'm i'm working with alzheimer's patients and um in in move with the community um the the community you move which is very um you get to be together with these people with Alzheimer's you get to learn their stories and um and it's very wonderful experience actually in um working with these people
0: and i guess and i guess it's more about it's not just about physio you're learning a lot about people's lives and you know, yep. and i get <clears throat> very social learning, you know, it's, I guess you've got an empathy, right? And you're going to be a person that wants to talk yeah. to them then,
2: which is really cool. Very, very interesting people you get to meet.
0: Yes. Yeah. <laughs> so what where have you been um, placed so far? You've been with Alzheimer's, anywhere else?
2: Um, I've I've the U Move is the everyone does it. Um, I've been in the hospital and I've been in Keboshim physiotherapy, which is in South Dunedin. Um, and all three have been great experiences. And especially, I think the U Move was a very good experience, even though it's actually been cut short since um, COVID hit in our last week of actually doing it. Yeah, We get um, meeting these very. Very good people with very interesting stories to tell, and um, none of them are none of them are bad people. And they obviously love the physios, and they say that oh, they, you know, it's only when they've experienced these physios that they learned how important they were in the health system. And yeah,
0: yeah, yeah and I think and I think that that's important to realize that physiotherapy is not just a therapist, they're actually integral part of the whole health the healthcare <clears> system, <throat> um which is pretty cool. So lockdown, you have lockdown. How's that? How's that going for you this time? Has been different? Has it been similar to um, last time? You've grown up a little bit?
2: Um I've enjoyed it a little bit as in um, we get to spend a lot more time with friends and it's only been, you know, like we we're only just stuck in the in the last bit and, um in the last bit of the term so we're not missing out on too much, um, at the moment. <laughs> um, <laughs> but you know, I get to spend a lot of time with my friends and um and they they're around and we're always talking to each other, you know, keeping each other company. Um, yeah. I think that's the a great experience to have, even though it is a, a bit boring at some times and, um, and it's, yeah. and it's very good. Yeah.
0: And what about, what about the academics? Has it been pretty hard? I know mean, you've said only been a few weeks, but what about learning online? How's that gone for you?
2: Um, it's a, the first week was only a couple labs that we had to attend and, um, but it was very – but for physiotherapy, it gets very interesting at the mid-seam as you get, you know, four, five tests, five things that are due in one week. And um, yeah. But, you know, it's all about planning and keeping that stuff up. And I've, you know, I've kept up with my lectures and I've um, did very well in my recent uh, progress test. So I'm awesome. um, – even though it is, you know, online, I think it's almost a bit, um, sometimes they make it a bit easier just because it is locked down and they give you extensions and such. So It's 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 pretty relaxed this year, I think, because we've been we're prepared with it since last year. So there's a lot of facets to go through now. Yeah, very cool.
0: And you mentioned something that, that I picked up on, which we haven't talked about before. You know, you said um, assignments all due at the same time. How how's that gone for you? So, I mean, that might have been a big, big learning for both of you. Tony, we'll talk to you first you know all your assignments do at the same time that's
1: very really different to school isn't it yeah it's different to school um and it can be hard for someone who met, like me who does exercise and sports science you know so a science-based major and then a commerce-based minor in economics and so sometimes you know you can have clashes or things that all line up and I think that's something that especially for my major they're trying to fix because the degree only got changed, I think, three or four years ago. And so they've had to shift everything to new ways of learning. And so there's still a lot of clashes that are happening. I know last semester I had two lab reports due within a week of each other. And it just didn't make sense, you know, when, when it's your major, <laughs> you would think that their assessments are a little bit more spread out. But obviously, you know, they try and work as best as they can to accommodate everyone
0: you got to do. you've got to do it right you can't be like oh well wait for a resubmit." <laughs> resubmit. No, that doesn't happen right you've got to do it if you don't do it
1: yeah exactly
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's a big difference right the big difference there's no such so things as like resets resubmit and resubmits and i'll try this again i won't do this and that's a big 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 change from school and university alex so you're in physiotherapy which is awesome and you tell, tell us about How you feel about that? You know, are you proud of yourself for for what you're doing? Yeah, I'm very
2: proud of what I'm doing, and I believe this is where I I belong. And um, I wanna I wanna take this to the end and obviously go um go back home with with being a physiotherapist, obviously in fourth fourth year where it's only placements that we do, one thousand hours of um, placements. So it's gonna be a great experience, I believe.
0: Oh, it definitely will be. And, and, you know, just your 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 um, enthusiasm just comes through. I hope you, the Melissa, can hear that that um, Alex's enthusiasm for this profession is, is really quite profound. And not just the profession, but also just what is what it's going to be doing. We've been talking for about 30 minutes or so, so um, we could probably start wrapping this up. We can keep talking forever, but um, <laughs> <laughs> Alex, let's talk about this before we round up. Let's talk about living in a community. You know, living in a community is very different. You know, at home, how many of you were living at home?
2: Uh, seven
0: six seven right six or seven right you come to you come to Salmon college and now there's over 100 of you what is that like
2: um it's it's almost the same in a way you know a bit of chaos going around and everyone's a bit loud and but i think that's i've gotten used to it over the years and you know you just chuck your headphones on and listen to some music instead of listening to people running around but even though even then it was a very um good experience um When there weren't people running around but sometimes it was just very quiet anyway it wasn't that bad uh, to have people um going around because you know that's the that's just what happens and such but it's it's you're living in a community with people and there's a lot of um interactions going on it can be pretty overwhelming if if you're not used to it but i think it's it's a very good experience to have with living with a lot of people
0: yeah what about you um tanya again how many how many at home for you when you were growing up
1: um only four Four of you, right, including and, me,
0: <laughs> four, including you. And then you come to Studen with over hundred people as well. What was that like?
1: Yeah, it was a big change. I think the refreshing thing was, you know, you could always talk to someone different. You could always have dinner with someone else or lunch with someone else, and so it was quite refreshing to, you know, get away from, you know, people who were doing the same things as me to actually hearing, you know, the different experiences that other people were doing, and that, you know, ultimately led to bigger opportunities. You know, something I might have heard that. I would have never thought of myself, but hearing that idea, you know, going, oh, that could be something I could look into. So, yeah, it's definitely good to actually widen your horizons.
0: Oh, you both you both spoke about positive stuff. What about what about the negatives? I mean, there's got to be some negatives, or some some sometimes you're like, oh damn, it, this is just overwhelming. Is there any part? There's got to be something. You know, we're we're humans. There's got to be sometimes you go, oh, I just need to just get a break or put on the spot.
2: Right, it's overwhelming with the amount of stuff that you have to do get used to is that um the the amount of stuff that obviously activities in the hall can sometimes be overwhelming is like, oh yeah i've got to um i've got i want to do this activity but i have to study and you have to you know um and it's and it gets um pretty hard to balance things up because you want to have some fun while you're also here but sometimes you physically can't um or you can but you 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 shouldn't and it's <laughs> stuff like that yeah
0: yeah, that's true, right? Because it's lots have more of I?
1: Yeah, I think similar to that, you know, realizing that other people are busy, other other people have different timetables for you. You know, a lot of the time I wanted to do things with people and, you know, go and explore the need and, and make those memories. But you have to keep in mind that everybody else has, you know, other plans, other things that they want to achieve as well. So you just got to keep that in mind.
0: Yeah, and no, that's important. I think, I think, I think you both know that there's lots happening there all the time and you just got to choose what's what's right for you and when it's right to do stuff. Because um, you'll have FOMO. There's lots of FOMO going on, but you want to go right, clinic. what am I here for? I need to make sure. Like Alex, helps I first uh, Tana, you had to pass your papers. Um, Alex, um, to round off, as as a second year in physiotherapy, um, and we both, and I'm really proud of you, you know, because I've seen you grow, which is fantastic, and it's great to see you in physiotherapy. What words would you give out to our listeners out there as as someone who's now gone through health care first year, now doing physiotherapy, living in a college, left home, you know, you've done a lot of changes. What would you give? What would you say to people out there?
2: Um I think it's my main takeaway that I've heard from these past two years is that dreams can change and they're not the be all, end all of your life. You don't have to achieve them. Um, the specific one that you were chasing after because you might f- find something that you are better at or um, more liking to and you don't have to feel guilty for giving up on one to um, to go for another.
0: I love that. that that's really right. Really cool. And I think, you know, yeah, I think if I, if I can just change your words that you're not giving up your dream, you're just changing your dream. You know, you're just changing your dream. There's no giving up. It's just it's changing. Different okay. path. Yeah, different path, awesome, yeah. What do you want to add to that? Anything to add
1: to that? I think just understanding that there's plenty of things out there, you know, just because your degree's say three or four or five years, however long it is, you know, just because you finish your degree doesn't mean that you've got to stop learning. You know, there's plenty of stuff I want to do above and beyond my three year degree. So understanding that even if you finish your degree and you feel like you haven't done everything, it's not the end of the world, right? Like I'm gonna be 21 next year and graduating, you know, <laughs> it's not the, the deal end or if I decide to stay another couple of years and, you know, better myself and become a better person because of
0: it. Yeah. And I think, and I think a good way to round it off is by saying, you don't know what you don't know. You know, you don't know, what you, none of us know, we don't know. And then you go to, you know, whatever exposure you get to, so you learn things and you choose to engage in those however you want to. Like you both said, you have engaged in things that you wouldn't have normally and boom, look at you both now.
2: Tell God your plans and he'll laugh in your face. <laughs> what,
0: a, what, a, what a great way to end um, so <laughs> you've been fantastic um, we wish you all the best as you get, go through and I look forward to seeing you um, you know go into the community and do some awesome work in the next next few years and that's a wrap from us and like always we'd like to end by saying don't forget to fill up your boxes, whatever knowledge it is whether it is tiny or massive it is up to you to fill that basket up thank you everyone and this, and we'll look forward to seeing you at the next episode bye